0: This is Sarah Hurwitz, Associate Professor of Medicine and Director of the Breast Cancer Clinical Trials Program at the University of California, Los Angeles, Johnson Comprehensive Cancer Center. So, hormone receptor positive breast cancer is the most common type of breast cancer diagnosed. Um, It accounts for roughly two-thirds to three-quarters of all breast cancers diagnosed. And we know from preclinical data generated in our own lab uh, around 2007 or so, that inhibiting the cyclin-dependent kinase pathway uh, is actually very effective in hormone receptor-positive breast cancers. So this led to the clinical development of several CDK4-6 inhibitors, uh, ribocyclid being one of them. Multiple studies were conducted Uh, looking at the addition of a CDK4-6 inhibitor to standard endocrine therapy uh, with uh, all of these different agents. And all of them showed a significant improvement in the median progression free survival on the order of 10 to 12 months of improvement uh, with the addition of a CDK4-6 inhibitor to standard endocrine therapy. We developed the Mona Lisa 7 study, uh, which exclusively enrolled patients who were pre or perimenopausal and under the age of 59 with advanced hormone receptor positive metastatic breast cancer. And we decided that evaluating young women with metastatic breast cancer would be an important subject matter to take on because young women are often excluded from clinical trials of hormone receptor-positive breast cancer because their ovaries are functioning, so it's a little more complicated to achieve ovarian suppression and um, evaluate benefits of new therapies in this class of patients. Um, Young women also tend to be diagnosed at a later stage than older women, um, as our screening modalities are not as effective at picking up cancer earlier. And there's some evidence that the type of breast cancer from a biological perspective may be a little more aggressive in younger women, even when the hormone receptors are co-expressed. So a, a higher prevalence of the luminal B subtype of breast cancer. So our study was designed exclusively to evaluate young women and see whether the addition of a CDK4-6 inhibitor, ribocyclib, is beneficial when added to endocrine therapy. So the Mona Lisa 7 study enrolled 672 young women under the age of 59, pre- or perimenopausal, who had hormone receptor-positive HER2-negative metastatic breast cancer. Patients were allowed if they had received up to one prior line of chemotherapy, though fewer than 15% of patients had had that, and were allowed if they had never received endocrine therapy for metastatic disease. All patients on the study received ovarian suppression in combination with either a nonsteroidal aromatase inhibitor or tamoxifen. And then patients were randomized to receive either placebo on top of that endocrine therapy or ribocyclib, and it was a one-to-one randomization. We published in 2018 in Lancet Oncology the median progression-free survival results from this study, which showed that the addition of ribocyclibs significantly improves median progression-free survival up to 23.8 months, which represents over a 10-month improvement in PFS compared to patients who received endocrine therapy alone. What we demonstrated in the past week at ASCO and published simultaneously in the New England Journal of Medicine is the overall survival results. Um, And we demonstrated for the first time that the addition of a CDK4-6 inhibitor, in this case ribocyclib, statistically significantly improved median overall survival uh, for patients with this type of disease. We showed at a 42-month landmark analysis that 46% of the patients in the placebo arm were still alive compared to 70% of the patients in the ribo arm. The median OS uh, had not yet been reached in the ribo arm and was around 40 months for those in the placebo arm. So this is the first time that a statistically significant improvement in overall survival has been demonstrated with one of these inhibitors. And I think that's really great news for the um, patients. We're already using these drugs in the metastatic setting. Ribocyclib has already been FDA approved in combination with an aromatase inhibitor or fulvestrant for the management of metastatic breast cancer, including um, women with uh, premenopausal uh, disease. Um, however, now we see that the overall survival is, is improved, and I think this may help um, patients access this type of medication globally, where healthcare systems may require survival benefits to be demonstrated prior to providing funding for a new medication. Um, In terms of the next steps for our research, uh, we are now evaluating whether or not the addition of ribocyclib to standard endocrine therapy improves the invasive disease-free survival for patients with early-stage disease. So all of our data to date has been in the metastatic setting. Now we want to see whether uh, we can improve outcomes for women with earlier stage uh, disease, stage two, and stage three breast cancer. So I'm very excited to see um, how those results pan out um, because, again, this is the most common form of breast cancer diagnosed. So the impact on a global perspective for women diagnosed with breast cancer is quite large.